Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's May 6th, 2022, and oh boy, am I thrilled about this conversation. What a treat to get to welcome back to Sorta Awesome, our new regular Mindy Browse to the show. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Meg. So excited to be here. I love these conversations with you. I do too. And we are not the only ones. I shared this with you recently, Mindy, that our first episode in our new Midlife with Mindy and Meg series is so far the most downloaded episode of 2022. Oh my gosh. It's so amazing. It's such an honor. It really is. And I, I think it really speaks to the fact that women really are so eager to have this conversation, regardless of where you may be in the whole spectrum of midlife and what all of that means and what it means for your health and your wellness and your, um, your mental life and mental health and your family logistics. Like, all of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's so many, yeah. so many different dynamics happening. And I think people are just so ready to have these conversations. I think so too. And, and it's, it was really affirming for you and I to be like, we needed to hear this. We yes. Needed to have this talk. Even if it was just you and me, right. I was encouraged. But to know that our sisters out there, mm-hmm. they need to talk about this. They need to hear it. And in my notes, even we'll get to later in the show about why that is so important yes. and why it's not historically been mm-hmm. allowed. And us having this platform and people being able to join us in this conversation is like a breath of fresh air for all of us. So yes. it was, it's great. I absolutely agree. Mindy gave you a little preview of what we're going to kind of be talking about today. Later in the show, we are going to talk about sort of the history of how culture has approached the various aspects of women and perimenopause, menopause, and all of these midlife matters. We're also going to talk about like food and nutrition and some of that stuff. So we've got some great conversation packed into this. If you're new to Sorta Awesome and you want to hear that first conversation that Mindy and I had in this series, you can go back to episode 380. I will link to it in the show notes so it's super easy to find. And really, you know, we started this series because we know from our own lives, from conversations we're having with our friends, that the phrase, no one told me this, is the one thing that we keep saying to each other, right, Mindy? Yes. No one told me. And like we said last episode, no one told me I wasn't going to feel sane yes. sometimes. That is the biggest response I've had mm-hmm. to the episode is people messaging and saying, oh, I thought it was just me. Absolutely. Right? And, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to dispel. It's not just you. No one told you. So Meg and I are gonna. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We want you awesomes to know everything. We want you to know it's normal. It's common. And we're in this together. I'm Meg Teets. And this is sort of awesome.
welcome back, Awesome, to the show that really does love to support you in becoming smart and strong and social. And if you have been looking for amazing women to connect with and a community that will support you, like I said, no matter what age and stage of life you're in, I'm so thrilled to tell you that you've come to the right place. And if you are enjoying Sorta Awesome, please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss a new episode from us. And you guys, please do come find us in one of our online communities to connect with other awesomes. If you are looking for a place to start, may I suggest the Sorta Awesome Hangout Group. Mindy, as you know, we were just talking about this before we hit record. Summer is on its way. That means we're in spring chaos. But truly, there's two times of the year where, I don't know about you, Mindy, I always feel like this shift in energy, this shift in vibe in the hangout group, where we all kind of like, we're we're like, okay, we got to, we're going to buckle down, we're going to get through this together, those two times of year, winter holidays and summer. <laughs> Agreed. Everyone's like, okay, girls, we can do this, right? Let's yep. like kind of link our arms and go tromping into this. We can finish well. Yes, we can do it. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So come join us in the Hangout group. Even if you're not super loving Facebook, that's okay. Make yourself a little Facebook account just to be an awesome. We would love for you to Agreed. do that. It would be so worth it. It would. It would be worth it. Absolutely. Um, we definitely, we support each other with, you know, just kind of solidarity, with troubleshooting, with feedback on um, issues that might be coming up. And plus, just like general recommendations, like what swimsuit are y'all wearing this summer and all kinds of stuff. So this is a great time of year to come and join us in the Hangout group. Just go on Facebook and search Sorta Awesome Hangout and you'll find us. So Mindy, we have so much great conversation ahead. I can't wait to get to it. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. Awesome of the week is the moment where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little bit more awesome right now, whether it's a book or a TV show, movie, podcast, product, something bringing a little extra gold sparkle into your days. Mindy, what do you have for us this week? As I was trying to think about what I wanted to bring today, it's hard when you're not on every week because you're like, oh gosh, I got to pick something really (laughs) awesome. (laughs) And I was walking around my house going, okay, what is it going to be? And I finally just had to say, it's the item that I am wearing every day as we walk into summer. You know, I'm in the mountains outside New Mexico, and so it could still snow. Believe it or not, we could still get some snow. I'm sure Kelly. I know. Kelly. We all know Kelly's life. Oh, my gosh, right? (laughs) Yes. So hugs to her. But it has been warm, unseasonably warm, and I've been wearing my brand new Born sandals. Oh, nice. They are called Cove Modern is the style. I really wanted something. Um, my best friend took me to Hawaii a few weeks ago. Nice. And I needed some sandals that I could just slip on easily mm-hmm. and wear around. But I, my Skechers, which have been my go-to sandal for about seven years, no no lie, the same style, same color. I think I'm on my fourth pair. Yeah. I lost one in Grand Canyon. <laughs> I've worn I've worn two other pairs completely out. Mm-hmm. Like I just wear them so yep. often that I've worn them out. But as I've gotten gotten older, I've noticed that I need a back to my flip flop mm-hmm. sandals kind of a thing now. Yes. That when I'm walking a lot, so I noticed when I was doing some big walking, I went to Santa Fe one day and lots of walking. My the my arches on my yep. feet and my calves need that support mm-hmm. because you know when you wear flip-flops you're gripping all the time a little yes bit i know to help the shoes stay mm-hmm. on right and i needed something different so i went to dillard's and just walked around because for me that's where i go look to see all the shoes oh yes i'm like yeah there are a million shoes there like it's kind of it's actually it's borderline ridiculous <laughs> at how many shoes are at dillard's but i go try them on and then i usually buy them somewhere else or on amazon or something but i bought them there 
because they felt so great. Yeah. And I was leaving in two days because I sometimes am a last minute girl. But <laughs> these sandals are leather. They're super soft. The soles have some support. Um, the beds, which mean a lot to me. Yeah. And have we mentioned I'm in midlife? Yeah, <laughs> yep. so I need that. Mm-hmm. And then they're a beautiful blue color. I wear blue all the time. And the leather just looks classy, but they also don't look like grandma sandals. Do you know what I, I mean? I do like, know. Yeah. Meg, I'm not there yet. Like I saw a lot of those mm-hmm. and I was like, good for you, 80-year-olds. I love them for you. <laughs> love that But for I you. just yes. turned 52 and I don't want to look Yeah, like I'm – yeah, 80 yet. I, right. You know, when I get there, I'll embrace exactly. it. I'm not there, Meg. So why should I? So I wanted them to look really cute and fun, but not above my age. Yes. So they fit the bill perfectly. They come in several different colors. Check them out. They're really just, they're going to be my go-to sandals. So every picture you see of me on Instagram, Meg, is pretty much, I'm going to be wearing those sandals until like, September. Okay. Awesome. I love a born sandal. Absolutely. I had a vision of you as you were talking as 80-year-old Mindy, like <laughs> looking through the shoe racks and being like, look, I'm not 52 anymore. I'm getting the grandma sandals now. <laughs> it's time to own it. Time to own it. That's fantastic. I really do love a born sandal. They are so comfortable. And I do think that they balance the comfort where they, they still have a little bit more modern look to them. So And they last really well. Oh my well. gosh, you know, yes. Up. So while I spent more than I normally would like to I know enough about Born that they're going to last. So for sure. For sure. And you're going to give us a link for the show notes, right? I sure will. Okay. Well, we did not plan this. Sometimes we talk back and forth and share what we're going to share for Awesome of the Week. Sometimes we don't. We didn't this time. So I did not know you were sharing something to wear. I also oh, brought something for the Awesome Summer, Spring and Summer Wardrobe. I was going to save this for our seasonal summer list, which will come out, you know, late May or June. But... I wanted to go ahead and tell you guys because I found these at Target. And as you know, sometimes at Target with clothing, you got to get in there while they have them in stock. Oh, that's so true. Because once it's gone, it's gone. Okay. So I am loving linen for this time of year. Linen, I just got a new linen dress. It's so pretty. Um, you know, linen shorts are everywhere right now I'm seeing, but I found at Target an amazing pair. These are like so basic, you guys, but I'm here to testify. They are so awesome. Okay. These are, um, from Target, the, a new day brand at Target, the women's high rise wide leg linen pull-on pants. So these are going to be your elastic waistband, linen pants. They've got a drawstring. They are wide leg, which is very on trend right now. I am totally here for the wide leg trend. Okay, I love wide leg pants. I've been waiting years for these. I mean, I never stopped wearing them, but I've been waiting for them to actually be on trend again because... But now you're cool again. Now I'm cool again. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But these are just like so comfortable. They're $25. So I do not expect these to last for years. These will probably, you know, I'm going to wear them a lot and I'm going to wash them. I like to hang them up to dry and they'll uh, they'll get me through the spring and summer and I will be thankful for every penny of that $25 that I spent on them. But I don't want you guys to be scared by the fact that it has the high, it talks about them being high rise. Listen, this is not like the mom jeans, super high rise. You know, that's what I was thinking. Did you read my mind? I was like, Meg, mom. Oh, Meg, what are you doing? I okay. I am so short waisted. Do you have a short? Do you know if you're short? I have um I have zero torso. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I have mm-hmm. such a short waist. I mm-hmm. love that um that high rise look for other people. But oh my gosh, 
gosh, Minty, when I try to wear like, like the no. cute, like, like seriously that are in the, in the malls, the, the high rise jeans. They're everywhere. Oh my gosh. It looks so ridiculous. Like I look terrible. I can't even leave the I dressing look, room. Yeah. So no, it's that short waist thing. So. These are not like really that high waisted. I think that they okay. just threw that in for the marketing aspect because oh, I can comfortably yeah. wear these at my natural waist and they're okay. so comfortable. Like I said, they've got an elastic waistband. They've got nice deep pockets that you can stick your, your iPhone or your, your mobile phone down in. They're just like easy breezy. They wash really well. I personally always hang up my linen, but I think you could even run them through the dryer if you wanted to. So, oh, okay. and they fit right now, as we're recording, they have six colors in and it's like, you know, your basics, your black, your white. I got them in brown because great neutral mm-hmm. can go with everything. And, yeah. um, I think they have them in sizes extra small to double XL. So oh, nice wide range of fit for people. So anyway, I'm just super loving them. And again, I was going to save these for the summer list, but then I was like, no, 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 no. With Target, you never know. So go right no. now. Mm-mm. See mm-hmm. if you're the awesome. St- want to go quickly, Meg. And and they would have been bummed if you're like, oh, I got these great pants three, seven weeks ago. And well, now you can't get them. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. That has happened to me before, for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. So anyway, I will put a link in the show notes for you guys to go check these out. And I hope that you do have them at your local Target store. And I think you can also get them at Target online if you don't have one, if a Target close by to shop at. So, okay, those are our awesomes of the week this week. Like I said, we'll have links in show notes. We always talk about awesome of the week in our online community. So come and find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. Or like I said, come over to the Sorta Awesome Hangout group because you're going to find bukus of awesome for yourself there. So Mindy, we've got a lot to talk about. I cannot wait for this conversation. We're going to get to all of that when we come right back. You all know how I can go from slightly curious about something to completely obsessed. I need for you to know that is exactly where I am right now with my new preciouses. And those would be all of my pretty, pretty nail polishes and press on nails from Olive and June. So if you've been an awesome for a while, you know you've heard Rebecca raving about how much she loves her nails ever since she got the Olive and June Manny system. Our social media manager, Lori Lynn, loves them. And you know, I was on the fence for a while, but you guys, I have been converted. This is the honest to goodness truth. Just this morning, I put in a not small order because I cannot get enough of their polishes and their press-ons. So here are three things about Olive and June that have me so obsessed. Number one, I love that their Manny system comes with all the tools that I need for gorgeous nails at home. It has been years since I've worn nail polish. I didn't have things like nail buffers or cuticle serum, but with the Manny system, I have everything I need. Number two, the Olive and June Manny system makes doing my nails at home so affordable. You guys, I did the math and since the Manny systems come with six polishes, it breaks down to just $2 for each manicure. How is this possible? I do not even know. Number three, my nails look amazing. I always thought, oh, I can't do anything that detailed. I'll just make a mess. But you guys, my nails look so good that people stop me to tell me how good my nails look. And I promise you that has never happened to me before. So getting beautiful salon perfect nails at home is now a dream come true with Olive and June. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com slash awesome for 20% off of your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash A-W-E-S-O-M-E for 20% off of your first Manny system. 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, we're back. And like I said at the top of the show, Mindy and I are here to really provide you guys with the next installment in our Midlife with Mindy and Meg series, where we just talk about all of these different issues. And Mindy, the, the issues, they are a plenty. <laughs> There, there is no shortage of issues. Deep and wide, the number That's of issues right. that all of us are navigating. Um, yeah. But we thought today, let's talk about two specific things. Let's talk about, yeah. first of all, what is going on with our appetites? What's going on oh with the food gosh. situation? Because Lord knows, I look at what my daughters eat on a regular basis. We try to be somewhat healthy around here. <laughs> if I still ate like that, holy Moses. Oh my God. Gosh, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. And then later, later in the episode, stick around because we're going to also really dig in and talk about some of the cultural history going on with how this, you know, span of life that every woman goes through, how it has been treated kind of historically. But let's start with food. Mindy. Let's do it. What did no one tell you when it came to the whole topic of like food, appetite, eating in this phase of life? Meg, no one told me that I was going to deeply and personally relate to bears who were preparing for hibernation. (laughs) And I I had zero idea that I was going to connect with these bears because of my unsatiable appetite. I'm just so hungry. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that caught me off guard. I mean, I was Sure. Pregnancy. Okay. Yeah. But then you're like, well, you're eating for two. And I'm like, am I eating for four all of a sudden? Because what is happening? I have never been a snacker, Meg, like not really Mm -hmm. until now. And I'm like, what, what is happening? Yep. And I didn't know that that is normal. Yep. Again, it's normal. Okay. Maybe you can tell, maybe you could tell me if it's also normal. My thing, no one told me that I would crave carbs like amen sister stop non-stop even more so all the time i would say even more so than i was when i was pregnant now usually like in in my first trimesters i would really really have a lot of carb cravings but then it would kind of taper off and i would feel like i could eat normally again minty and it's not Mm -hmm. even like some people like chocolate when they have maybe some hormonal fluctuations some people like a candy i don't care about any Mm -hmm. of that i just want like i want like croissants i want like (laughs) Bring me all the cheeses of the land, all of them. I have into my face. I have been known to buy goldfish crackers for Nico and then eat them all myself. (laughs) Oh my god! Yes, Jubilee too. Paul's like, we just bought Costco (laughs) goldfish, and I'm like, oh yeah, wow, she must have. Whoa, she must have been so hungry. (laughs) Eating that. But Meg, this is all real. Okay. This is not in our heads. This, if you are listening and you're like, oh, yeah, you have maybe gone from just typical life of carbs. Yeah. Nothing yeah. unusual. Mm-hmm. Just a normal balanced diet or maybe even not really all that into carbs. Right. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Get ready for the carb train because she is going to hit you. Yep. And yep. you are going to be flattened I- by this. <laughs> 
craving. I was going to say, already unblattened by the carb train for sure. Yes. Yes. And that is biological. So let me tell you how I got there. Okay. This is, you're not, you're going to laugh. And this is why I mentioned the bears. Okay. So I am totally into fat bear week. If you didn't understand what I just said, I did say fat bear week. Yes. Katmai National Park in Alaska has every October Fat Bear Week. Okay. And I am super into it. So last year, I think it was only last a year ago, maybe two, but I think it was just a year. I'm not positive because I have brain fog because hi, Mindy and Mindy. Yes. <laughs> I was studying the bears and I was watching. So what they do is they have pictures of the bears before at the um, beginning of spring. Mm-hmm. And then they show the pictures of the bear right before hibernation. Okay. And you see how fat they get. Yeah. And it's super fun. Go check it out. Just Google Fat Bear Week and you will see it. They actually won the Webby Award. <gasps> oh, um, how fun. Loving it. Yeah, because it's so much fun. But as I was watching these bears, I was like thinking, how can they just keep eating? Like, sure. why isn't their body telling them, you're full? Stop it. Mm-hmm. That's like 80 salmon. You need to just stop. <laughs> and I was like, what is it? So I started researching and guess what? They have... A hormone is called leptin. It's a hormone that controls appetite. Mm-hmm. The level drops dramatically. So their body does not tell them you're full. Okay. Which makes it doable for them to eat any need to, to you know, gain prepare. some yeah. of them. Right. They gain three pounds a day. Oh, which wow. sounds very you know that's a lot of that's a that's lot of pounds a, lot. a day. And I was reading about this hormone and Meg, it was like that light bulb. Mm. Ding. Mm-hmm. I was like you know, this This really sounds very familiar. Uh-huh. I wonder, and sure enough, I went on to Google and kept looking. Guess what? In menopause, no. our leptin level. No. Yes. <laughs> our leptin level drops. And oh it's not our imagination. Gosh. It's not our imagination that our body does not tell us we are satiated. <gasps> it does not tell us we're full until we physically feel our stomach. So I'm not kidding. I know some of you may roll your eyes, but I suspect some of you are going to go, oh, I thought it was just me. I guess. I eat and I don't feel full. So I keep eating until my stomach literally yep. hurts. Mm-hmm. Like my stomach is like pushing my yes. clothes. Like, ma'am, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, body, we're not full yet. You got to keep going. I need, so- I got to get 79 more salmon in today. <laughs> I'm so shocked. I am so shocked by this. I had no idea. I'm I'm truly mind blown at this moment. Is there is there like some explanation for why? I mean, I know obviously, and we talked about this last time as we were talking about our cycle chaos, that hormones are just like in this time of complete dysregulation and like all of these crazy things are happening. And with leptin being a hormone, I, I have to think it's like all interconnected somehow. But like, I wonder if biologically, in a, in some way, if there's a reason why leptin would drop during this phase of life. That is the answer I have not found. Okay. I, I keep going, okay, what's the design here? Yes. Now, there is a part of me, Meg, that thinks, okay, you know what? You've gotten this far in life. You need to just sit and relax and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Now, back in the day, women didn't live as long, right? That's so true. The hormone levels, I'm I'm very curious to know how much yeah. um, the fluctuation happened in shorter lifespans, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we're living longer. So I do think us living longer across the board is affecting this. And so I will tell you that I was thinking about all the queens back in the day. Mm-hmm. They're all plump. Uh-huh. They're sitting on their crown. They're sitting on their throne. 
plump and happy and eating whatever the hell they want, telling people the truth, speaking like <laughs> like they don't care. And I'm like, I wonder if that's because of this. They just got to the point where they wanted to eat, they ate. Yeah. And there was none of this body image crap that we have mm-hmm. where you're supposed to look like you're 25 for the rest of your life or at the most 35 for the rest of your life. Right. And your body should look the same. And we have a whole other episode coming up on body image, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Don't – we're not going to go on that – that bunny trail right now, but do know it's on the list. I wonder if that's it. It's just a design. Like you've done the childbearing, you've done all these things, and now it's time to just sit and like enjoy life and not worry about it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I can't find an answer. Did you find anything? No. I can't find it. I I don't know. And I would love to hear if there are awesomes out there who are like, oh, I have the key that you are missing to unlock this mystery. I would love to hear more about this. You know, I wonder if like in in an evolutionary way, if it's somehow connected to nutrients, like needing more nutrients to support you through the changes of this time of life. I do think it is very fascinating to think about lifespan and how um, and how that has changed over you know over many 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 years. Um, so I wonder how that plays into it. But this is revolutionary information to me because the the levels of hunger that I'm experiencing really has been it's like pregnancy. Am, am I doing this again? What's happening here? But no, it's just like it's an ongoing thing. So yes, and it turns out, I mean, because of the changes in our hormones, right? So estrogen and serotonin levels fluctuate during menopause. Yeah. And what happens when those levels fluctuate, we crave something. Yes. So it is normal to crave something. And our bodies know I can get a quick fix yes. from a car. Mm-hmm. And so our body, enter Cheez-Its into the picture, mm-hmm. our body knows due to the fluctuation I needs a quick fix. Mm-hmm. And the quickest thing is carbs. Yes. And so that is why they are saying, the research is showing why we're craving carbs. Another part of it is fatigue. Okay, so yeah. a big culprit that can create cravings as fatigue. Well, guess what menopause creates? Oh, yeah. Unexplained fatigue, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden we're tired. Yep. We don't know why. Now, that is a result of the hormones, mm-hmm. but it's not like we have a readout, you know, on our palm. <gasps> okay, today's hormones. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to be tired. Right. No. 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 You're just suddenly fatigued and you don't know why. Yep. So that causes it. And so these cravings, for carbs are because of this. We're tired. Our body needs energy. Our body needs glucose. And it craves that fix quickly. Okay. And so we know, well, there's the Cheez-Its or there's the goldfish yep. or there's the croissant mm. that mm. will pick me up super quickly. Yeah. The other problem is we know crashes come though, right? Yes. Like <laughs> it's the so never ending cycle. Yes. It's this never, it's this battle between our brains and our bodies right now. Mm-hmm. Our brain says, Mindy, if you eat those donuts, mm-hmm. you are going to be asleep in an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my body is like, ma'am, I need energy right now. And that is the perfect, perfect item. Please put it in my mouth right now. <laughs> but then what, well, guess what else happens? We become emotional because. Oh my gosh. The serotonin and dopamine is affected by what we eat Mm -hmm. and our emotions. So, oh yeah, let's talk about the perfect storm. It really is. It really is the perfect storm of all of these things that are happening, some of it external, a lot of it internal. And we're trying, you know, like you said, your body is like asking for this quick fix. And 
It's, it is, it's a lot of back and forth and like, how do we... Yeah. And there are things we can do. So like Meg and I talked about every episode, we want to make sure we tell you you're normal. Yes. <laughs> we tell you why it's normal and then how to help. Yes. Okay. So first of all, be aware, bear aware, be aware that you are like a bear <laughs> right now. That <laughs> your <bear> body... Aware. <laughs> be bear aware. I love it. Not just for hikers. Yeah. <laughs> so... I would say something to help would have snacks ready Mm -hmm. that aren't the carbs, that have the protein and the things that are going to help you long term. It's kind of like being pregnant again, Meg. Like For those of us who have been pregnant, I had to have snacks on the go ready. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, and they couldn't be powdered donuts because I knew that wasn't going to be good, Mm -mm. right? Mm Mm-mm. Um, and then you're going to have to look at your serving size. What is the serving size that will make you satiated? Yeah. Whether your body t- agrees with you or not. Yeah. And that's what you need to serve yourself. The research also says B vitamins. Okay. So taking up in your B vitamin dosage because our hormone levels can affect that. Interesting. Um, and this is all, again, here's another pregnancy one. Don't, this sounds just like we're talking to pregnant women today. Don't go long between meals. Yeah. Because the blood sugar issue. Mm-hmm. Again, the research shows blood sugar can fluctuate more also in menopause. And so if you do that, you get low, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we get ragey. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) And we're just going to eat something to make us emotionally feel better. Yeah. And that's not good. And then I don't like this one at all. It says to limit caffeine. (gasps) How dare. Isn't that rude? It's so rude. I don't think. It also says to limit alcohol. And I just think. Did a man write that? I don't know. I'm going to follow up on that. But again, because of the energy situation sure. that's causing a lot of the food cravings and carb cravings, if we're amping ourselves on caffeine, mm-hmm. then what happens is we get hungry because we we aren't we aren't really getting satiated. That Does makes that make sense. sense. Yeah, I, you know? I get it. That I can I can understand where that's going. Yeah, for sure. There you go, Meg. That's that's what I just learned a lot. I. Have a deeper appreciation for bears, of course, but also for my own body. Like, yeah, okay, I'm going to have to be mindful in a way that's not super fun. We have to switch the leptin lever on our own. The leptin lever. I like it. Can yeah. we trademark that? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, t-shirts now. I have no leptin lever. <laughs> and, you know, just caveat to obviously when we talk about anything that has to do with food, diet, check in with your personal healthcare provider. Um, I think I mentioned on the last episode that I found a really great doctor here in our area who's working with me specifically on hormone issues. And he has me doing some intermittent fasting to try to, you know, navigate some of this hormonal stuff. And so obviously, I'm doing that under the care of a healthcare provider. So, you know, check in. And Mindy, I love you made this point. This stood out to me last time. You made the point um, in our last conversation that this is a time of life when you do need to have a, a care provider, whether it is, you know, the traditional medical model, and you have an, a doctor, or if it's maybe some other kind of outside of the traditional medical model, whatever works for you, you do need to have somebody that you're checking in with um, pretty consistently to just say like, here's what's happening in my life. Here's some things that I'm noticing, some changes I'm experiencing. Here's some ways that this is making me miserable. Um, and, you know, here are some places I've had some victories. Somebody who can kind of guide you along the way that has some training and that has that, um, you know, that sort of third party perspective to be able to say, here's what I'm hearing you say, and here's what I think could be going on. And let's try this kind of thing. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. And oftentimes, Meg, uh, Meg, insurance will cover. Yeah. 
Yes. If your provider says, you know, I think you need some nutritional help mm-hmm. to help you figure out what would be good for you right now. Yes. Your insurance will cover at least one or two meetings. So that's so good to know. Don't shy away from ask, asking your provider to write a referral for it. Yes. To help you get your bearings. Right. Yeah. That is so good to know. Okay, Mindy, this was so good. And I think that we kind of have even like touched on some of the things that might come back in our next part of our conversation when we talk about like the history of how, um, you know, midlife issues have been treated in the past. So we're going to get to all of that when we come right back. Okay, friends, I never understood why the pink women's razors at the drugstore were more expensive than those manly blue steel men's razors. And why did the women's razors always have to have pictures of goddesses or mermaids on them when reality it's just me and my big old hairy hobbit toes? You know who does get it? Billy. Billy's razors are designed for womankind. They are made to hug your curves and your crannies. They give you those five precision blades for a close, smooth shave. So do not spend another summer with a sub par shave. The Billy Starter Kit gives you the reusable razor handle in a bunch of cute shades. And since we have three women in my house using Billy razors, we had to mix it up with the colors. I went with the coral, AJ got blush, and Daisy went with the periwinkle. All of them are so pretty. You get two blade refills and of course the cult favorite magnetic shower holder. All of that for $9 flat and shipping is free. This razor has won multiple razor awards. It's gotten rave reviews from places like Cosmo and Glamour, and it has over 10,000 five-star reviews. So go to mybilly.com slash awesome to get the best razor you will ever own for only $9 while you're supporting this show. Plus free shipping always when you go to mybilly.com slash awesome. That's spelled mybilly.com slash awesome. That's mybilly.com slash awesome. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, we are back. Mindy, this, I am just like, prepared to just sit and take notes. I know that you have looked into this and I am fascinated. This is an area where honestly, I've never even, I've never even done any digging of my own to kind of see like, how have these midlife issues, whether we're talking about menopause or whatever, how has this been viewed in the past? How has it been treated? Where, you know, what did our foremothers have to go through so that we could get to where we are today? The reason Megan, I want to talk about this, not just because it's fascinating and you will be fascinated, but because the truth is this plays out in our lives today. So we touched on last episode that it is still coded as female hysteria in medical coding. And I still hate it. And I still hate it. <laughs> it is just infuriating. And that stems back to all of this. So it matters how how women were treated historically matters today because we're still dealing with it. Okay, so up until like 300 years ago, Meg, menopause was just considered natural and normal. Okay. Oh, yay. Like even the ancient Greeks, they talked about it. It's oh. just like, oh, that's just going to be... Women just do this. It's not really horrible, right? They just were like, oh, this is great. 
But the big change, huge mindset change that hurt women, and we're still dealing with the fallout in the Victorian age, really, really started changing. It believed that the womb and the brain were linked. Okay. People, that's what people believe. And it made all women especially susceptible to insanity. <laughs> what? What? Okay. All right. Why? Why? Yeah. Why does that mean I, the womb makes us hysterical, remember? Right. Hysterectomy, yes. hysterical. Yeah. All of it. But it was called, okay, let's see if I can pronounce this right. Climactive insanity. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when you hit this stage, oh, you were at the climatic stage. Oh my gosh. <gasps> wow. Can you even, can you even, and they also believe that the ovaries were the center of female essence, okay. the female <laughs> well, constitution. That's, mm-hmm. that's putting a lot and on ovaries. Okay. It, like <laughs> it's a lot. Gosh, the poor ovaries. Like, wait, what? <laughs> And they believed that if the ovaries were, quote, diseased or they stopped working, then a woman truly wasn't in her right mind then because it was linked to her brain. Oh, my gosh. So you weren't treated as if you were sane. Wow. Yeah. Wow. what happened is they started removing them. They started bloodletting. Oh, Lord. They started locking women in asylums. Oh, man. Meg, that was the treatment. They were cured. They also said it, it can cause nymphomania and hysteria. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? Because any kind of sexual desire shown by women was insanity. Oh, wow. We, we got a lot to I, unpack from and like you, to heal from like generationally I even made it, because of this. Right. Like, and so Jeez. we're still dealing with that. Yes. Honestly. Like we have another episode, guys, on sex and midlife, but let's just suffice it to say right now, that women are still looked upon negatively if they are clearly sexual creatures. Right. That, that that is not approved of in this day and age. Still, 2022. Yeah, in many cultures. That's we're going true. back mm-hmm. to the Victorian era and how influential Queen Victoria was and what they taught and what they said about women, what they said about sexuality. Yeah. Y'all, in 1700, the end administration – is the time for the beginning of various diseases. That was the medical statement. Wow. So you stop menstruating, you're going to be diseased, and it's going to be bad. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Yes, it's hard. We're, I mean, that's why we're talking about this. But it suddenly became seen as a disease. Wow. Not something normal, not a normal bodily change. Yeah. It was dysfunctional mm. at that point. Mm-mm-mm. And that mindset is huge that I, we still see it guys we still see hear people saying oh you know she's a uh, uh, going through the stage yes oh yeah. hang on yeah <laughs> yeah and and all these emotions that we feel because of our hormones yeah those are hard and they're scary and they come out but women were to be seen and not heard mm-hmm. and they weren't to be sexual and they weren't to talk about doing anything other than being more docile compliant and hardworking. Mm-hmm. Meg, they literally said we need to take these out so that they are more docile, compliant, and hardworking. <laughs> I really hate well, all of this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <gasps> oh my gosh. Wow. And so how so, long did this mindset I mean, I, I know you're talking about it kind of developed during the Victorian era. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. is this something that has just like continued on 
across the centuries. Unfortunately, okay. correct. In a lot of ways, not until the 60s. Like the 1960s? Uh, correct. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. 1960s when estrogen treatment became popular. Yeah. And we're having, we have a whole nother episode on that. Y'all, there's so much to talk Oh, there's about. so much. There's so we much. We could go on like, this could be an eight hour episode, yeah. but we love you. We're not doing that. <laughs> so we're putting a pin in estrogen and we're going to talk about that later, yeah. but it, not until the sixties, Meg. And even then you got to think about like, there were men who were doctors in the sixties, but they were trained mm-hmm. in the thirties, mm. right? So right. they're going through their whole life. So this shift has been really slow. And while now it is treated medically, it's seen as a medical thing, it's still not seen as normal. Okay. And do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So even the thing that is still happening, unfortunately, is it's treated as a medical situation yeah. that needs to be dealt with. Right. Right. And we're all looking around going like, wait, isn't this just what my body's supposed to do? And they're like, yeah, but we need to fix it. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's so crazy. Wait, hang on. Maybe we don't. So- Y'all, in 1857, menopause could make women murderously violent is what the argument was. <laughs> well, I mean, it, to be fair. Well, and, and, I've and had honestly, my moments. <laughs> me too. And if, and if a guy was yelling at her that she was insane. Yes. Well, maybe she did. Be, which came first, guys? Your <laughs> asshatness or, or us becoming murderously violent. Right. Um, I, I can tell you which, which your, which is cause and effect, really. Yeah. It also, they men believed it caused alcoholism and mania, melancholia, okay, which is depression. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does cause it, but it doesn't mean you put them away. So what right. was happening is not the, the rich were putting women in asylums. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, women were literally. You've heard about women being shut away. Yes. Yes. The, the grandma in the back room. Yes. The whatever. Women were shunned and put away because they weren't in their right mind. Mm-hmm. This is when it also became a legal defense. It was called the menopausal defense. Okay. But guess what? It wasn't women. It was being used against women. Mm. So men in the courtroom, judges, juries were blaming women, not giving them their due, they wouldn't win any kind of court money because what would happen is that they would say, well, she's menopausal, so she's not in her right mind. She's crazy. Wow. So it wasn't used to help women. Mm -hmm. It was used to oppress women. Interesting. And that went on for a very long time, Megan. Yeah. Or as opposed to saying like, this could be a really vulnerable time and this is a person who needs extra support in these areas. Right. It's instead of blaming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was these menopause has a lot in common with distress syndromes, Meg. Okay. And those are the situations or the syndromes that cause fight or flight. Yes. Responses. Menopause does that. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, yeah, I've been either wanting to hide Mm -hmm. or wanting to punch someone. Mm -hmm. Yes, we see you. And that played out in all the medical and how the culture treats women in this season of life. So she wasn't seen as someone to be revered because she has lived a long life. She has a lot of wisdom. Mm -hmm. She's been through a lot. Let's seek her counsel. Instead, it was she's not in her right mind. Wow. She's not. She's too weak. We can't trust her. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. 
You know what? This is as you're talking, like, I feel like some pieces of the puzzle are kind of coming together about why maybe women of previous generations haven't wanted to talk about it. Because as you said, if this is how you're being treated by even the people in your life that you trust and that you love and that you've had a, a partnership with for a long time, if suddenly it's as if you are, you know, insane to them, then, I mean, I was jokingly kind of saying this earlier, but truly the the sort of generational trauma of that being what women have experienced for for literally centuries, it's not going to be something that um, women maybe have felt a lot of freedom or even desire to talk about. And so I think it's making a lot more sense why, you know, definitely our grandmother's generation, maybe our mother's generation didn't really talk about it a lot because there's so much shame piled onto this and so much like feeling like you need to hide it or people are going to think you are crazy. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So I, in the research I, I looked into, so back in the day, women's cookbooks, recipe books showed a lot about women's culture. So you can read those older cookbooks and see what women were talking about, what was important. Guess what's not ever mentioned? Menopause stuff. Mm. And they think that that's because even amongst women, yes, they were too nervous to talk about it because are they going to lock me up? Are they right. going to blow me off? Am I going to be disregarded all of a sudden and lose all sense of value yes. in other people's minds? That is a really big thing. And Meg, that's, that's what we still see today, Yeah, honestly. Yes. That is why I have had to deal with people telling me within the church that you're just – you're just in sin. Your mindset and your struggles, that's just sin. You need to just wow. deal with your sin. I'm like, um, what, uh, what, what, wow. what did you say? But again, if you go back and look at it historically, and men had been in charge of the church for a long time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if that's what's being taught amongst their circles, right? Because they talked about it. Sure, yeah. It shows that they were talking about it, making decisions. I'm reading a book called, um, a book right now titled The Body Keeps the Score. Mm-hmm. And in the textbook in 1960, 1960s, mm-hmm. men who wrote the textbooks and were on the boards for all the psychiatric um, universities said that incest for young girls wasn't very common. And if it was, it actually helped prepare them for the world. Good God. That's yeah. horrifying. And so what I'm saying is this kind of disregard of women and their natural aging process and all of these things excused a lot of things and it still does today. Yeah. And the thing that I was never told is that I was never told that people were just men or community or culture was just going to keep rolling their eyes about this stage and be like, whatever. Yeah. This isn't a thing. Guess what some of the terms for it were called? This is, we can end on this because this is my favorite. In the past, it was called women's hell, which I think is actually... <laughs> Totally appropriate. <laughs> I'm now calling it that. Don't mind me. I'm just anymore. going through women's hell. You you I'm understand. Yes. Women's hell. And like we said last time, it can last three to ten years. So have fun with that. <laughs> Next, it was called green old age. Green? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's they it. believed in this green syndrome. <laughs> uh-huh. That, and it was probably nausea and not feeling oh, well. okay. And they called it green syndrome. <laughs> Okay. Female hysteria, which we all hate. And this, you're going to die. This is called, this season was called Death of Sex. 
That's a true story, Meg. Oh, oh my god! Help us! Help us! Help us! Yes, perfect. You're perfectly right. Not just leading us into our last part for this, guys. Yes, we're not just telling you this to infuriate you. No. We're not just saying it because now we need shirts that say, we have no Lipton lever. And also, hi, I'm Mindy. I'm going through women's health. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we want to help you. Yes. So this information is empowering. And the reason it's empowering is because now what we want you to do is have conversations yes. with the people in your life. Yes. First and foremost is your partner. Mm -hmm. What I would like us all to do is ask our partners what they actually know about menopause. Yeah. And I bet we are all quite as hard. We're all going to pour ourselves a drink. We're going to all go, wait, honey, (laughs) while you're still talking, I got to go get a drink. But I want us to really ask them because they're, I'm willing to bet they have a lot of misconceptions and lack of information. Mm -hmm. And if that's the person you're journeying through life with, sure. you need to know, and they need to know that you're going to go, uh, hell no, it's time for a little education. <laughs> yep. Because what they know or what they assume affects how they're going to treat you, and it's going to affect how they see this season of your life. Yeah. So go ask them, and please, please, please report back, because I really <laughs> – I'll do it too. I promise. I will I'll ask too. Paul. I will, yes. But first of all, do that. And then ask them, what do you think the treatment for menopause is? Ooh. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And see what they say. Again, tell them it's safe. You're not going to hit them. You're not going to do anything right. bad. Yes. This is a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And then sit down with your entire crew, if you have children, whoever's living in your home with mm-hmm. you, and talk about how women were treated and how that is passed through generations and that it affects you today, that there is still shame mm-hmm. with you having to face what's going on in your body yeah. for the next three to 10 years alone and that that's not right or fair or most importantly, healthy. Yes. And that they need to understand that your struggle is real and that it's not a disease, that right. it doesn't have to be medically fixed. You just need help for the journey. That totally makes sense. And I'm so glad that you brought up the family component. And I will say, I can't speak for all of Gen Z and the generation that is like our kids age, but they are very open to new and um, accepting ways of viewing things. One great example is, Mindy, I don't know about you, but I never really talked about period stuff with my mom when I was like a teenager, except to maybe say like, I need some more pads or something. But we didn't like talk about like the day to day, like the mechanics or anything. From the beginning, when my oldest daughter got her period and now my second daughter, like we just, we just talk about it just like it's normal life because guess what? It is normal life. So yesterday I'm driving home with one of my daughters from school and I just mentioned just casually, I was like, well, I'm supposed to start my period tomorrow and I really hope I do because I am just like so angry at things right now. And the daughter that I have with me was like, oh my gosh. And my flow was so heavy today. I'm so glad I packed some extra. And like, we just were having this conversation, like may as well have just been talking about the weather. And so... I do think that this generation that's coming up that we're parenting that, you know, we have influence over in our lives really is so open to discovering like, this is a normal part of life, but it's been shamed. It hasn't been talked about. It's been hidden. Um, you know, whatever the thing is, but we want to bring it out in the open and we want it to be an, an, like a, a compassionate understanding that this is something that 
half of the world's population is going to go through eventually. And so let's talk about it. I think you're right. My kids are much more open and they want to talk about stuff that I have been like, wait, what? We're going to yes. talk about what? And that is healthy. It's good. Just yeah. like we said in episode 380, we want to normalize conversation about our yes. cycles being ridiculous. We want to normalize conversations about how others treat those of us who are going through this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have one other thing I wanted to share too, that one of our um, superstar awesomes, Val, sent me via um, an Instagram message. And it's a card from a brand called M and Friends. You can find them on Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys. But Val had sent this to me um, because she listens and she knows that we have this conversation going on. So this is a card. I'm going to show okay. you, Mindy. I don't know if you can see. It's like one of those oh. cute like handwritten <gasps> card things. Yes. It says, perimenopause. It's like puberty, except nobody knows when it will start or end. We don't talk about it. They don't make cute menopause movies. And when it begins, you're old enough to worry that you may be dying. Clearly, it's up to us to celebrate surviving this. So I got you this card. Really, it's for both of us. (laughs) I got sent that too. And I was like, did you really? I need to print it out and have it on my wall. Because I'm glad we're wrapping it up with that because honestly, because this show is about friendships and community and we need us to talk to each other about this. You may not even realize that you have a friend who is struggling so much right now Mm -hmm. and she just needs someone to say, hey, um, I know this is an interesting way to start a conversation, but I'm going through (laughs) menopause and it really sucks and I'm like a fat bear wanting to eat everything. And did you know women were locked up? And just see what happens. (laughs) And maybe, maybe that friend is like, oh my gosh, thank you. Let's talk. So we have to support and talk to each other about this more because then it will trickle out and we'll be more confident to talk about it with our families and our coworkers yeah. and our everyone. Yeah, everyone. absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we're doing this series. And as Mindy has alluded to, you guys, we have so many ideas that Mindy started a spreadsheet so that we can keep track of all of the different topics that we want to talk about. Hey, and if you guys have a topic you want to make sure we cover, send us a DM for sure. We may have it on the list, but if we don't, we'll put it on the list. And we're going to get through this together, you guys. We are for sure. Okay, so Mindy, if people do want to find you on social media to talk um, about this or other topics, because you talk, you have a variety of things that you like to talk about on the social media, where can we find you all around the web? They can find me at Grateful for Grace on Instagram. I'm pretty yes. active over there. Yeah. Yes. And of course, if you are a podcast listener and you want to hear Mindy talk about the homeschooling life and how all of that plays in, um, you have Bookend Homeschoolers Podcast. Correct. Yeah. And if you don't already listen to currently reading podcasts, first of all, what are you doing with your life? Secondly, Mindy is a frequent regular and discusser of books on there and on their Patreon. So I'm just going to give them another shout out. So yeah, go find me there in all the places. Yeah. Mindy always has, you always have such great book stuff too. Thanks, I love thanks. it. I love to hear your opinions and, and things on books. So if you want to find me all around the web, you can just search at Sorta Awesome Meg on whatever social media that you are on. You can find the show by searching Sorta Awesome. We're in all of the places and we would love to have you join us. Mindy, thank you so much for the time and energy and all that you have put into bringing this information to the awesomes. It means so much to me and I know it means so much to our community too. It's my joy. It's a delight to talk with you, Meg, always. Good, good, good. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.